I'm Corina Ortega, just a regular Venezuelan woman who is passionate about being the voice she once needed by helping you navigate through your own people-pleasing recovery journey. I walk with you through the lessons I've learned throughout my own process and give you the tools that will help you make decisions that start prioritizing your own needs. Think of it as our personal date with a menu full of clarity and awareness. Get ready to learn and be challenged to dig deep through these conversations to unravel this prioritizing journey together. This is the Inner Pleaser Podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Inner Pleaser Podcast. By now, we have discussed several topics. Uh, We have discussed awareness and its importance in a healing journey we have discussed intentionality and also how to live a life without regrets and I guess for today I wanted to give you one of the routines that I've done very consistently and that has helped me showed up for myself every single week and also practice discipline on my healing journey because I do believe that once you decide to make that step and once you decide to make that connection with your inner self you have to show up every single day it's an everyday job it's an everyday work that we have to do and this routine that I'm about to share with you are five steps that I do consistently every single week and that has helped me like I said show up for myself and also just see a result or see a difference in the way I live every week. So let's just dive right in. So I came across this mythology and started to put it into practice over a year ago. And this practice was just already so integrated into my weekly routine that I just never miss a week without doing it. Same thing that happened to me with meditation. And I think that's something that happens with everything that you decide to make it a habit. Once you do it consistently and with discipline, it's eventually going to be a part of you and a part of of what you do every day. So I, once I started to do it consistently, I knew or I started to feel like my days finally had something joyful in them and were taking me somewhere and especially that somewhere with an intention, somewhere I wanted to go, not somewhere anybody else or someone else wanted me to go. So it was just mainly focused on my inner purpose. So today I can say that by applying these steps consistently every week, I finally had the chance to experience what enjoying the journey really means because I've heard it a lot uh, before I even started doing this and people say yeah you have to enjoy the journey you have to enjoy the ride but I didn't quite understand how you could put it into practice so hopefully this will click for you and this will make you start enjoying your days and your journey as it did for me. Alright, so before we even start, I just want to mention that this is a completely individual process. So take whatever works for you. I personally do this exercise every Sunday morning. 
But I encourage you to do it a day before your working week starts or simply the morning of your first working day. Just take whatever works for you and put it into practice. So all you need for this practice is one personal journal or any notebook that you feel motivated to write in and a weekly planner and also the commitment that you make to yourself to prioritize yourself in this process and just commit yourself to do this every week consistently, okay? Because that's the only way I can say by experience this actually works, all right? So step number one is called visualize your intention. So this first step is just a visualization exercise where you're going to ask yourself the question of where am I going to be or who am I going to be when I grow old? You can give yourself the timing that you want, but think about how you would like to feel in that moment. And when you look back to your life, what are those accomplishments that you would want to achieve? And what are the values that best resonate with you or that best describe you? So simply write it all down. You can be as descriptive as you like, but just think about what you would like to achieve by then and actually feel while you're writing feel those emotions like feel the joy feel the gratitude of having accomplished that or having become that person that you want to become and the things that you would like to be remembered for so on the day that you decide that you're going to make this routine every week this is the first thing that you're going to do you're going to connect with what's most important to you just to keep in mind the daily steps that you need to be making to get where you want to be, to get there. And just by doing this, you're going to start your week on the right foot because you're going to plan it with that intention rather than just keep on going in the autopilot mode. So important to mention in this step is that you don't have to rewrite this every week just by doing it once and as long as your visualization stays the same, it only takes for you to read it consciously and connect with it every week. And that's it. As long as your visualization stays the same, of course. If you change or if you want to change something, then of course, feel free to rewrite it. Also, you're going to make a list of the five or ten, how much as you like. If you want to write down more than ten, feel free to do so as well. Of the five or ten activities that make you the happiest. Those things that actually make you forget about any problems or any uncomfortable life situations that keep you in that state of flow or happiness and, and fun, right? Those activities that you do for fun that keep your mind off things. Now, step number two is called practice awareness. So you're going to write down how you lived the week that just ended. Go day by day. You're going to write down the accomplishments that you had at work or the things that you learned, the quality time that you had with yourself, with your family, with your friends, the new things that you tried or things that you discovered, any insights that you had during the week, any conversations that were valuable for you or that were hard for you, any activities that you enjoyed 
And also make sure to write down the emotions that were linked to all of those things. Because it's important to write down what you're feeling also because we're practicing awareness. So this is an exercise that will help you um, visualize how you lived that past week. Of course, if you practice journaling, daily journal, this step is going to be easier because that means that on each day you will have written down some things already if you like to write down what went on each day. But if not, you can do it once a week and it's fine. You can just go day by day trying to remember and just writing down what was most relevant for you. So after you finish that first part, you're going to write three things that you enjoyed the most during that week. But you're going to write it down on three levels. So it's going to be nine things in total. Three levels. The first one is personal. The second one is in your work. And the third one is on an inner level. So this exercise is going to help you just have that awareness of those moments that are truly making a difference in your week and also those that are not contributing much. And looking back is how we can understand the moments that we want to repeat look, moving forward. So, and, and also the opportunities that we have to improve for those things that we didn't like very much or that we didn't get to accomplish. So step number two, you're going to rewrite your week and you're going to select the three things on three levels, personal work and inner level, that you enjoyed the most. Okay, that's where step number two ends. So are you kind of understanding by now the consciousness that this gives you for the upcoming week? Because you're just self-evaluating a lot and you're looking at the things that brought you most joy and gratitude and the things that you enjoyed the most so that you repeat them moving forward or things that need to change so that you can feel more of those things. So Imagine you do this consistently. That's how we're going to start to see and how we're going to start enjoying the process and enjoying the journey. Step number three, celebrate your weekly goals. This step also has two tasks. The first one, you're going to divide your week in two levels, professional and personal. And I want you to think about three goals for each one, three goals on a personal level and three goals for a professional level. Those that you're willing to commit yourself to do for the upcoming week. And these are six things that you want to happen so that you can feel that that week was a successful one. All right. So these goals need to carry the intention that we wrote down in step number one. Those goals are going to be your main focus during that week and also the achievements that you will celebrate at the end of it. To give you an example, a personal goal may be that you want to work out five times during that week, five days of the seven days of the week. That's maybe your personal goal. And a professional goal is to record two podcast episodes this week. Just gave you some examples, but you can adjust it to whatever you do. That's the first task of this step, setting up those six goals that you're going to commit yourself to do in the upcoming week. Once you're making this step for the second time and so on, 
The other part of this step is to evaluate how your week go. So you're going to look back at the six goals that you set and you're going to see which ones did you achieve so that you can celebrate them or which ones you didn't achieve or didn't accomplish so that you can redirect them. The second part or the second task of this step is to celebrate those that you achieved and accomplished. And I want you to be creative. Reward yourself with, I don't know, a body massage or an ice cream or, I don't know, a bag of gummy bears. You know, I love gummy bears. So just be creative. Anything that makes you feel good and special, whatever does it for you, really. The same way I want you to celebrate yourself about your accomplishments, I want you to not be hard on yourself for the ones that you did not get to do. And a tip for this would be to set up goals that are actually doable in a seven-day period of time and be compassionate if by any means you didn't get to achieve them. Because the whole point of this is to remember and practice that small steps are the ones that count the most. So just make things simple. Taking small steps during that week is what's going to get you closer to what you set up in step number one. Step number four, make space for joy. In this step, I want you to select one to three activities from all the important aspects of your life your personal life, your family life, your work life. And take those things that by experience bring you the most joy, happiness, and make you closer to success. Consider the list that you made on step number one and also the insights that you got from past weeks in step number two. So what is most important in this step is that you include everything that you consider is essential in your life. And this way, you're going to ensure that you have a space in your schedule for those things that are most valuable and important to you. With this, you're going to be very intentional and not get caught up in that busy lifestyle that we can easily fall into and that can deprive us from actually enjoying our weeks and our days. So how do you make space for joy? By scheduling it. This is the step where you're going to put everything in your week, in your schedule, in your weekly planner, whatever you use, if it's written down or if you use technology like I do. I personally use Google Calendar. Put everything in there. Those things that are most important for you, your goals, keep them in mind. Keep them where you can see them every day of the week and keep this in mind. Whatever you don't schedule, you won't get done. So if one of your personal goals is to meditate 10 minutes a day, you must make space for it. Yes, you're going to write it down. You're going to make a specific time and date for that in your schedule. Write everything down. Exercise, your meals, your meetings, the time to rest. All of the things that you don't normally schedule make the exercise to write them down and you're going to see how organized that's going to be and how that's going to help you to actually take those small steps. I'm going to mention again the commitment that you made before we started. It's a commitment that you have to make to yourself, not anyone else. Commitment to do whatever you put in that schedule and 
you're going to see how that's going to affect your weeks, how that's going to affect each month. And if you keep on doing that consistently, you're going to see the changes each year. Now, the most important step of all. Step number five, live it. After you set up a time and date for all of those activities, write down an affirmation or any mantra that you want to use for the upcoming week. And now it's the time to take action. Like I said, remember what you wrote down on step number one. Consider that and be mindful of it. Because being clear of all of that is what's going to help you keep focus to set boundaries with yourself when needed in order for you to pursue that dream life that you wrote about on step number one. Obviously, remember to always be compassionate because we all know that life happens, life gets messy, and things not always get as planned. So be flexible and be very understanding and compassionate with yourself if things get out of control. That's it. Those are my five weekly steps to plan my week with intention. And if you do it consistently, if you decide to do it as well, to give it a try, you'll start to see how you're going to be able to step out of that autopilot and doing things without having to sacrifice yourself much. So let's repeat them one more time. Step number one is visualize your intention. Step number two, practice awareness. Step number three, celebrate your weekly goals. Step number four, make space for joy. And step number five, live it. I genuinely hope that you start creating a fulfilling schedule, one that makes you connect to more elevated emotions and that keeps you very aligned to that purpose and to that person that you want to be and the things that you want to achieve. So I'm very excited what this is going to do for you and for your own goals. I'm also leaving you a link in the description of this episode with the whole exercise in a complete guide. You have their step-by-step and spaces where you can write things down and get it easily done. Simply no excuses. And always remember to make it personal. Whatever didn't resonate with you or if this is too much, be free to modify it. But keep the essence of the exercise and make it your own and apply it as best fits for you. Make sure to share it with any friend or any partner with whom you want to share this experience with or with whom you want to make this exercise with in case you need that accountability and I can't wait to see what changes this brings into your life. Thank you for tuning in and see you on the next one. Thank you for finishing this episode of the Inner Placer podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and I cannot wait for you to listen to the next one. If you liked what you heard today and find yourself wanting more click on the subscribe or follow button and head on to corinaortega.com